0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy, romance, and all the wonderful places they overlap. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm, delicious. And what is this? Something. I was digging up my primrose last night. That's just bad and wrong. It's looking all limp wilted. Hmm, wonder what the deal is there. I'm going to have to sick David on that. I don't think it's cofers. I wonder what it is. Hmm, that primrose has been doing really well too, goddammit. Oh, wow, well. deep cleansing breaths. Today is Tuesday, August 25th. Um, another day in our ongoing battle against... The wildlife here in santa fe we also have all of these birds coming through i've got to look up what they are but i think they are some kind of tanager and they are um, eating not only the ripe crab apples but the ripe grapes only they are not nearly so fastidious so it's not just these windstorms coming through but these birds that are scattering grape stuff all over everything. Is this my penalty for not picking them? Perhaps. Or just another aspect of the ongoing. uh, It's not really a battle. What is it? Um, Coming to terms with? Coexisting with the wildlife? It's just part of how it goes. I always think of um, that scene in... I think it was Six Feet Under. Now you guys know that I'm going to have to look this up. Remember, it was the show about the family of undertakers. Uh, It was on a while back. It was kind of interesting. Six Feet Under. Yeah, 2001 to 2005. And what was her name? Lily... You guys probably know. It would be helpful if I could hear you. Lily Taylor, yes. Lily Taylor's character. And she is a, uh, you know, vegan animal lover. And there's this great scene where she's in her house and she's lying flat on her kitchen floor talking to the ants and explaining to them about how they could coexist. That the ants could have all of the outside if she could have the inside. Oh, yeah. I have perhaps referenced that before because I, I often think about it. <laughs> uh, I I do feel that way sometimes that I am. Don't, I am Lily Taylor trying to convince the wildlife to just stay away from my things so they can have everything else. Yes, I am messing with the drip system, trying to adjust some of this watering here, can't help myself. You see that I had kind of a big overflow this morning from something unusual. I'm not not sure why. Hmm. Okay, well, anyway, let's get down to business so one thing I did want to tell you guys oh I should give you updates I always forget um, I'm working away on dark wizard I yesterday was just the weirdest day I don't know if it's because I slept so long or so hard or woke up late but I was behind the entire day and I felt like I felt like yesterday was just such a wash <laughs> on many levels but um, You know, just like those days where everything kind of goes wrong. So I went, and it wasn't just me either, because after I finished recording yesterday's podcast, and you guys know I was running late, and I went inside to make my toast and second cup of coffee and texted Dorinda and said, I'm running late. And she said, oh, my God, me too, because her laptop had crashed, and she was trying to recover files. I was like, oh, jeebus um she it was okay she was able to get online we we ended up kicking into writing about 935. I think we got online with each other at like 10 after nine and then we had um, several things to discuss so we chatted a long time too which is unusual for us and so then we got started late and that first hour I went back and, revised the last couple of chapters I had worked on on Friday, which I normally don't do. And it's one of those things where it's do as I say, not as I do, because I always tell people don't go back and revise. If you want to, you know, lay the words down, keep moving forward. But after the turbulence in my workflow on Thursday where I tried to write the novella and then switched over to Dark Wizard, and then on Friday where – Maybe I didn't end up mentioning, but at we have these um, Zoom call board meetings. And they've always been in the afternoon, but we're always doing like the doodle calendar to figure out a time when the maximum number of people could be there. And it ended up being like 1 at 9 a.m. on a Friday morning, which I really hate because that's when I write. And the doodle calendar works in a way that you can... Um, check the times that you're available, or if you double-click, it'll put a yellow check in there for times that you can make work, if necessary. And sometimes I wonder if I'm over-generous with the times that I can make work. So anyway, our 9 a.m. board call, some of which, you know, last like half an hour. (laughs) This one went two hours, two fucking hours. And, I mean, it was... Good. I was glad I went because we really needed to get everybody talking to each other, but it also went way too long. And I felt like that threw off my whole day. And I did not get 3000 words on Friday. I did get enough to meet my milestone to stay on my date target. And also, it was the day before my birthday, and it was Friday, so I was kind of worn out, and I was tired after doing that board meeting, and it didn't work very well for me to write after the board meeting, which, shocker, something I already know. So, I don't know what I'm going to do about that in the future. I feel like it's important to attend those board meetings, but I also, you know, that's always my mantra is to prioritize the writing, and <laughs> I am just... I don't know. So anyway, I ended up, you know, I wanted to go back over what I had written Thursday and Friday, partly to see (laughs) what the hell I'd written, and also to sort of get myself back in the groove. So that first hour, I ended up writing something like 300 words. Um, But I did make it through all those chapters, and I made important tweaking, so... You know, it's kind of a revising hour. And then the second hour of the day, second sprint, I got something like 600-odd words, which is what I usually get for my first hour. And then my third hour, I got 1,100 words. You know, so sort of like that first hour was just a wash. And if I had done one more after that, then I would have gotten my 3,000 words. But I am... I didn't (laughs) Uh, because I had all this other stuff to deal with yesterday too. Um, I needed to get presents off for my aunt and stepdad. I mentioned those. And one thing (laughs) that I got for my birthday, which was a great present, one of the present I didn't know that I wanted, but David gave me a new printer, which is great. And it's one of those... um, you know, marriage-saving gifts because the old printer had been in his office and my laptop had stopped communicating with it wirelessly. And so I was having to come into his office and, you know, plug the USB cable in, which, you know, back in the old days, that was what we had to do all the time. And this felt like such an enormous chore. And I could tell I was irritating him, you know, that I'd be in his way, he'd be doing something and I'd be like, I just need to print out this thing. And so, so he bought me a new printer. Which is a lovely gift and it's cool. It's this HP OfficeJet 3830 ear printer. Supposed to be able to print photos from your phone, supposed to be all kinds of snazzy. And I could not get this fucking thing to work. Um, David gave it to me early, he gave it to me last week, and I might have mentioned it because I was trying to print out some mailing labels. And by the time he gave it to me, I had already gotten the mailing labels to print on his, on his computer. And it was sending out books. That's the almost the entire reason I print anything is to print mailing labels so I can mail them from home. Um, and the, yeah, I know I talked about that because Leslie Penelope asked me about the using that multi-order shipping through PayPal so that she could mail stuff from home. She was like, I need this in my life. I was like, yes, you do. It's really wonderful if you can get your mailing labels to print. So I had been, I had the worst time trying to hook up this printer. And it shouldn't be that freaking hard, right? You know, it's like there were the old days when you had to spend a day hooking up a new piece of equipment. And then we got plug and play, which was miraculous. And now it was like I'd gone back to the old days. And it kept wanting me to sign up for things and register for things. And, I mean, I was getting so aggravated that it kept saying, you know, that registration was optional. But then it would, like, not pass me through a certain point unless I registered. Um, I was annoyed enough that I made my password be, fuck you guys, 2020. (laughs) Which made me feel marginally better. Um, (laughs) But I, and I kept using, like, the online sources and the virtual assistant. So this is what I was spending yesterday afternoon doing because I you know, got my aunt's label printed out. And I put it outside and then we put a note on our mailbox at the end of the driveway for the mailman to come pick it up. And I did that like during one of our sprint breaks. And the, the mail had already come, which our mail never comes that early in the day. Our mail usually comes around three. And this was like eleven. So I was like, fuck, I even missed the outgoing mail on this. And I needed to print out one thing for my stepdad's present and I needed to print in color and I could not get this printer to print in color. When I tried to print the mailing label too, it print printed the mailing label like a thumbnail. I mean it was like beansy. It was a mailing label for elves. And so I ended up having to, David went to the grocery store, so I got to sneak into his office and plug manually into the printer in his office and at least print that mailing label. And I guess it was about 12.30, because Dorinda and I were supposed to meet back at 12.30, and I was, I'm like, I'm still trying to print this damn thing. Because my new printer would print, but like it would do these wonky things. So... I'd done all of the online help stuff. I'd uninstalled and reinstalled the printer driver and blah, 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 blah. So finally I got on chap, chat, not chap, but chat with actual help and ended up getting a technician to do the remote, you know, driving of my computer to install this printer. And, and it took him forever. I bet we were on the phone 45 minutes to an hour, uh, phone on chat, you know, online. Um, easily, forty-five minutes to an hour, and he ended up installing a driver from a different printer altogether. <laughs> I was watching him do this, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> not something that makes any sense or that I would have done." And then it turns out that it's because we have five G wireless, and he's like, "Oh, the printer won't work on five G. You have to use the two point four G." So. I mean, that is the solution. And that's like, why wasn't this the first thing that anybody checked or instructed you on? But, so all I have to do is switch the wireless from the 5G to the 2.4G in order to print. And then it printed just fine. I was able to get everything done and sent out. And by the time I finished doing all of that, it was like 4.30. (laughs) And, And I was tired. And... Uh, and that was why the podcast went up so late, because I was like, I thought I could just get that frickin' printer to work and get that stuff mailed out, and David did take my aunt's package over to the post office for me and dropped it off, so it went out. My stepdad's goes out today, so all of these things are taken care of, but, well, I just um, (laughs) felt like I got you know, I guess I got those things handled and taken care of yesterday, but it just felt like a very unproductive day overall. But into every life, an unproductive day must fall, is how the old adage goes, right? So uh, so the other thing I wanted to talk about is on Sunday I did a, uh, an online writer's panel with a writer friend of mine and he was talking about how his health had gone downhill. And oh, and this is the evangelism part of our podcast because I know I mention it occasionally, but I really want to bring this up um, that one of the best things I ever did was back in 2015, I think it was, I got a walking desk and people get sick of hearing me talk about it. So that's one part of part of why I'm talking about it on here is to make you sick also. (laughs) No, because um, I feel like I need to say something about how amazing this has been for me, because I could tell between my day job and writing that I was spending way too much time sitting. My blood pressure was getting high. Um, I was accumulating a lot of body fat. I was I was way too sedentary. You know, and people get annoyed about the whole thing, you know, like that sitting is the new smoking, but we are just not designed to sit as much as we do. So, from with my first book advance, I bought a wind sculpture out front of the house because, so I would have something fun And then I also bought my treadmill desk and it's an under the desk treadmill and I have a hydraulic desk that I can raise and lower. And so I can sit, stand, or walk at it. And I think I'm on my third treadmill now, low these six years later. And I walk, um, usually in the neighborhood of seven to eight miles a day as I'm writing. And, this writer friend was telling me how his health had just gone so bad. And, and he's a, you know, kind of a good old boy from the South and he was pretty overweight. He's lost tons of weight, not necessarily voluntarily because he said he had been sitting so much, doing so much writing that he ended up with blood clots in his legs. And then he had a botched surgery and then a staph infection, all of this amidst the pandemic. And it really sucks. And he says that, um, you know, that, yeah, now he, he really needs to get better about exercising more, but it's hard when he sits to right all day. And, and it's hot down there, so it's hard to exercise outside. And I was like, you know, this is why I have a walking desk. And, you know, the immediate question that I get from everybody is, but doesn't it make you unstable? Doesn't it make you motion sick? And some people, I guess, do get motion sick, you know, and if you have that. So it goes, but, um, Lori McLean, who was the head of my former agency was on the call also. And she said, well, you know, when I've tried to kluge it together on my running treadmill, I just feel really unstable. And so that's one of the things is that you, you can't kluge it together. You just can't use the running treadmill, which is what everybody wants to do. Everybody wants to do it on the cheap, you know, and sort of like bungee cord, the laptop desk to the running treadmill. And it's unstable because a running treadmill is not meant for that. What you what you have to do is invest the freaking money into getting the right setup. And then it's totally stable. Uh, a walking treadmill runs at very low speeds. The max I ever walk is like 2.4 miles an hour. Um, the lowest it'll go is 0.4 miles an hour. It has a special motor in it that will run for long periods of time at very low speeds. A running treadmill won't do that. Uh, it's it's flat and it's smaller than a running treadmill. My hydraulic desk, which I have from Geek Desk, is a great big uh, flat desk. And when I walk, I can lay my forearms flat on it. Uh, because it's hydraulic, I can raise and lower it to get exactly the right height that I want. And yeah, I don't even notice I'm walking anymore because you walk at a slow speed. Um, yes, you have to invest the money up front to get the right setup, which nobody seems to want to do. But then I always want to say to people, well, how about all that money that you just spent on your medical bills? <laughs> I know that we don't think about this as a society, but it's like, you know, invest a little bit of money in your health up front so you don't have to pay those bills later because it has made all the difference in the world for my health. Um uh, So yeah, it's amazing. The so many people writers talk about um, how writing gives them inspiration. There's some wonderful research on how walking creates a trance state that helps free our subconscious and quiet the conscious mind. And so I can absolutely do that. I get to walking and I get into that great trance state. It's good for my health. It's good for my writing. It's just the best thing. And I. I wish that everybody would do it. And I know that there's so much resistance to it. But um, So that's my evangelism pitch for the day. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. So today uh, I think will be a better day. I woke up much earlier. I woke up at a quarter to six. Didn't do anything different. I guess I just needed that dose of sleep. That was the other thing. So I felt like I was just kind of groggy all day yesterday. So today I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, birds are marauding through the the fruit out here. (laughs) I'm going to have David check out my primrose and I am hopefully going to be much more productive today. I hope you guys are too. I'll remind you that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network and you'll find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.